if you haven't figured this out yet, is a um, uh, cryptozoological X-Files style uh, scary podcast full of scary stories. Yeah, definitely all scary. Nothing funny ever happens. Uh -uh. No jokes. No jokes. When I enter this house, don't even smile. For audio listeners, I was trying very hard not to smile. That being said, there is a cat rubbing up against Tim. There is a cat just going ballistic next to me. Oh, I was about to say she's laid down, but now she's back up. Ready to. She's on demon time today. Um. So uh, this week we're gonna we're gonna wrap up at least for this season um, our uh, unclassified documents. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go through. I found some new ones. Uh, we're gonna read through some some fun stuff. And we're gonna talk about some aliens. Wonderful. I'm Zachary. I'm Levi. We did half of the introduction. Yeah. And then immediately forgot about it. So. First, how we work. I've got Howard H. Campaign. Okay. An article uh, just titled Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Subtitle Extraterrestrial Communications. There we go. Now, if you remember, I can't remember if it was in the first part or the second part. We talked about a communication that was received that was just a bunch of letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, A, B, A, A, A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was part one. This is the guy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's got one document unclassified with all of, with everything that was received. Yeah. Um, and then a second document that breaks it down, that okay. deciphers it. Okay. Yep. And this is, uh, so the second document is Key to the Extraterrestrial Messages by Howard Campaign. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the leading paragraph to this is uh, Dr. Campaign presented a series of 29 messages from outer space in extraterrestrial intelligence. NSA Tech Journal and this should be said, this is all stuff from the NSA's declassified dump today. Um, NSA Tech Journal Volume 9, number 2, page 101. Uh, at every step in the solution, we make a guess in the meaning. Evidence will kick, quickly accumulate. Dude, what is that word? Accumulate? Yes. To verify or refute this guess. The possibility of amb- ambiguity. Dude. Ambiguity. Ambiguity of two consistent solutions is very remote. I don't want to do the episode anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the last steps where verification is thin could this happen. Um, so we list out that there are 21 symbols. In or in the order given by this message, and then he breaks down uh, like B is equivalent to AA, C to AAA, etc. So A is one, B is two, C is three, four, five, six, seven, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, the symbol L in this situation means the two things that follow are the same, uh, and then it is a bunch of math. Like, they break it down by math. Yeah. Of just, all right, if this one's A, that's one plus one plus two, all of that. Um, so then we get to... Um, the first message that was translated 
uh, was broken down to two to the fourth power plus eight and then second part of the message two to the third power equals one this means okay. nothing to yeah me. but this is so they apparently had a team of nine people going through these messages trying to decipher what it could possibly mean and they settled on math yeah which makes sense you talked about math being the, the universal language universal language yeah. i think that's malarkey math sucks it does suck but don't care if i don't like it it can't be good <laughs> that's an interesting stance welcome to the viewpoint of a american white male <laughs> if i don't like it screw it <laughs> um, so uh i i like that is kind of a crazy to me of just and they they, they don't do anything with the numbers they yeah. go through and they solve what the equations would be for all of these messages say nothing about what that means you gotta retransmit your answers back to them so they know that we're intelligent enough but we don't know what the questions are it's the math problem that we've created. So you're just going to tell them 17? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to transmit the number 17 into... Into space. Into space. Using their key. Um, and, like, I was imagining this is in... I'm imagining being a... Working for the government in a alien division and being like, what do you do all day? I look at this message and I try and tell if it's math or not. Yeah. Hi, Adam. Hello, Adam. Um. So that was kind of a fun thought to me that bothered me last night. Yeah. Because I did most of this research yesterday and I was laying awake last night. Uh. On messed up on very legal substances. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> not an ad. Um, and I was sitting there and I was like I was like just it reminds me of uh, you've seen Zodiac right no you haven't no so uh, you you really should I've got it on (laughs) Blu-ray um a lot of it's very star-studded cast it just breaks down the cops hunting the Zodiac killer of course and it talks about the people trying to break that code and just the several different ways that people went about it. Yeah. And I'm just trying to think of like the people sitting in that room in, in the sixties, seventies, whatever, just looking at these just random letters and going, what could this possibly mean? Yeah. And I, I want to know what other people thought it said. Well, that's the thing too. Cause code breakers were a big thing. In, like, the Second and First World Wars. Because yeah. there were coded messages going across each side, kind of thing. So that was a big thing, so... Like with Turing. There are, there are people that are really, like, good at that. Well, yeah, they just broke the Zodiac's code. Yeah. Um, like, I, I just want to know... Especially with that stuff being declassified now, I want to know other people's Other options, yeah. Because, like, this person's saying, like, all right, it's a whole bunch of math problems that equal 24. Yeah. Well, this other dude might say that it says, hey, in 2022, we're going to come 
finger blast you. Oh yeah. See, I was gonna go probe, so yeah, we were in the same same ballpark. Well, I was trying to decide, abduct or yeah, perform sexual experimentation, and one of those is more interesting. One of those is significantly more interesting. Uh, congrats to last round save who just took the first match of groups. Hey, yo. Hey, last round save. Uh, you looking for Fortnite players? I, I, I heard that they're looking for Fortnite players. The, you heard they're looking for Fortnite I've players? Heard, I've heard. I've heard that there's I've got a, a man on the inside. Yeah? Yeah. I've, ooh, ooh. I've heard there might be a couple Fortnite players looking for a place to... Interesting. Place interesting. To stay. I heard there might be someone who hasn't played Fortnite in a minute who might be picking it back up soon. They still got the chops? It's possible. It's very possible. Guess we'll have to wait and see. Should make some guides again. Get, get knock the dust off. Good luck. Those, those guys there's suck. a lot. There's a lot going on. Those guys. Those guys sucked. Yeah. It was just to do the how to do the quests in the battle pass. Cause I'm like, okay, let's 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 work for the lowest common denominator here. Let's kids can't figure out how to how to video games. So let's just do it day one hey, and man. get the videos up. Hey man. I used to watch those. Yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to do They're useful, quests. yeah. I used to watch them for other games. I used to watch them for Fortnite. Because I'd be like, like I don't... I'm Where are not... these faces in the battle pass? I don't know yeah, what thank you. talking about. These mountains that look like our face. All right. Shut up. <laughs> no, yeah, serious, serious, scary podcast. Scary podcast, no laughs, no jokes. <laughs> Adam's telling me don't. <laughs> In that time of year, man, my nose is starting to bother me. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. When we were down in Florida for softball, I was a snotty, miserable mess because of all the all the stuff. Uh, no, because of all the plants blooming and the moss, which uh, do I love moss? But it's like the Spanish moss that hangs from the trees, Ooh. and uh, and it just cr- makes dust and and mold yeah. everywhere. Um. I love the feeling of moss just on the bottom of my feet. Yeah. My grandparents used to have a house that the backyard was entirely moss. My mom's house, like half of the backyard is, is moss. Yeah. So And so like cool. Cool. It's yeah. cool. Like I'm not a big barefoot person. Yeah. Man, I'd go barefoot in that backyard for hours. Absolutely. And I'd just go sit on the swings and just push my feet slightly into the moss. Be like, mm, I'm one with nature now. There's a way you can make moss grow. Uh, like, what you like mix some moss and buttermilk together, and you pour it over an area, and it'll grow moss there. I'm gonna do that all around my apartment complex. Yes, yeah. entire back of your apartment complex. There you go. No, just the inside. entirety of the inside and outside. Yeah. You could have a whole moss-covered back porch or your back patio. Maybe. Or I could burn it all down. Yeah, you know. Like la- no like, jokes. Like the end of last week's episode, where we make we make vague threats at the end of the, at the, oh. end of the podcast. Oh, you meant last recording session? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I like, mean, I mean, twenty minutes ago. <laughs> don't dox us. <laughs> all right, shut up. No jokes. Yep. <laughs> Alright, this is uh this is another document from the, the NSA UFO hypothesis and survival questions. Yeah. 
It is the purpose of this monograph to consider briefly some of the human survival implications suggested by the various principal hypotheses concerning the nature of the phenomena loosely categorized as UFO. Number one, all UFOs are hoaxes. Oh. Okay. Hard stance. It is. From the time when hoaxes were first noted in history, they were characterized by infrequency of occurrence and usually by a considerable restriction of the geographical extent. Extent. Dude, I can't read. Rarely have men of science, while acting within their professional capacities, perpetrated hoaxes. The fact that UFO phenomenon have been witnessed all over the world from ancient times and by considerable numbers of reputable scientists in recent times indicates rather strongly that UFOs are not all hoaxes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Man, I've really been like wanting to learn that whole just what is it what is that thing called? Your new empire. The mana I don't I don't What is the word called when you do a speech? Monologue? Monologue. I almost said mononucleosis. I almost said monolith. <laughs> this is No Man's Sky. Yeah. Man, I hate that, that game was bad. It's good now. Yeah. I keep telling myself that and downloading it and trying it and then not liking it. Yeah. And then four months later I go, no, the game's good now. I think I think you need to do it with somebody else. Probably. The multiplayer part's supposed to be good. Okay. You want to play No Man's Sky? We can play No Man's Sky. It's downloaded right now. I'll download it when I get home. Uh, number two. If anything, the modern trend is toward increased reports from all sources. And what... Oh, sorry. All right. This was handwritten in there. So number two. Rather than diminishing, if anything, the modern trend is toward increased reports from all sources. In one three-month period in 1953, June, July, and August, Air Force records show 35 sightings whose nature could not be determined. Hmm. So this is the government going, hey, we don't know what these are. Yeah. Um, That's always a good sign. It's always very scary. All right. Big bullet number two. All UFOs are hallucinations. People, of course, do hallucinate. Although groups of people hallucinating is rare, it's been known to happen. Machines have their own form of hallucinations. Don't think so. Don't think machines can hallucinate. But good try, NSA. You're not going to trick me. Um, uh, So they're saying the radar in particular sees temperature inversions but a considerable number of instances exist in which there are groups of people and a radar or radars seeing the same things at the same time. Sometimes a person in a... That word is too broken up to read. So sometimes a person and blank confirm each other's testimony. On occasion, physical evidence of a circumstantial nature was reported to have been found to support witness sightings. A continuing high percentage of reports of unusual serial objects are being reported by people in responsible positions in science, government, and industry. So NSA is fully just saying, hey, this period in time, something's going on. Yeah. Everyone sees it. This isn't just people losing their minds 
you know, professional scientists. Oh, that dude just rolled the living hell out of his ankle. Um, scientists, government officials, pilots. Like, yeah. People are seeing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm not going to read the next 18 pages of that document. But that's, I really wanted to hit that because that was a fun one. I've got all these pages bookmarked. And I'm just going to show you this. Yeah. Um, there's no titles to them. It's just a bunch of random characters. Yeah, I see that. That's how they saved from the NSA website. That's interesting and scary. Kind of scary. Um, so I'm just trying to remember what random characters were. I guess they're harder to identify that way if someone else, someone gets in there it's not supposed to be in there. I mean, I guess. Like, for, for the ones that aren't declassified. But Levi, the government's going to tell us everything. Listen, the government's never told anyone everything. True. I don't know how taxes work. I'd really love for someone to explain how taxes work. Uh, no, you wouldn't. You just want someone to do your taxes so you don't have to. I just want them to give me money. Oh, well, that's not how that works. <laughs> hey, man, that's the problem. Because when I put in my W-2 from the sporting goods retailer that we yeah. worked at, put it in, government was like, we owe you $900. Cool. And I was like, oh, dude. Cash. Cash Bet. money. Put in the W-2 from the cell phone repair I did last year. Mm -hmm. All right. We owe you $700. I was like, that's a little hit. That's all right, though. Yeah. Put in my W-2 from the job I'm working at now. Government said, hey, you owe us $107. Yeah. I was like, that's an, that's an $800 turnaround. What happened? Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? State got me really bad last year. Let me check those. State, I owe the, I owe the state of Georgia $7. What do you do in Georgia? You just need a cookout meal? Yeah. Just go get it. Okay. You don't need $7 from tray. me. Cookout tray, big double burger, just ketchup and cheese, honey mustard, chicken wrap, and hush puppies. Bangs. Similar. We're similar orders. Sometimes I go fries instead of the hush puppies. I'll uh, I'll go I'll go the ranch chicken wrap. Throw pickles on that burger, that big double burger. I don't like pickles. And then a corn dog. Their corn dogs are good. Yeah. Have you had their hush puppies? Though? Yeah. Hush puppies Those long. Yeah. yeah. What's good. up with that? They should have fish. They have hush puppies. No. They should have fried fish, man. Hmm. Absolutely. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> Welcome to the cookout portion of the podcast where we talk about cookout. I uh, I tried uh, Culver's fish. Yeah. Not good. I wouldn't. I don't like Culver's. My brother likes Culver's. So here's the thing. It's like a fancier Dairy Queen to me. Marginally fancier Dairy Queen. And then the burgers are always dry. I don't even give it that. I give it I give it a less appetizing Whataburger. I never had Whataburger. Yeah. Had a lot of Whataburger. Whataburger very good. Yeah. If you I liked In N Out when we went to LA. I haven't been to In N Out. It's great. Dude. It's cheap. Uh Whataburger. Alright, look. We got tossed out of a Whataburger one time. We were banned from a Whataburger. Oh. Um so when I lived in Alabama we lived a couple of hours from Orange Beach. Yeah. Which is where they hold Voodoo Festival, which is just a week-long music festival yeah. on the beach. Hell yeah. Well, for the two and a half years I lived there, I experienced three Voodoo Fests. Each Voodoo Fest, my friends and I would get together, and we would 
uh, find you know one of our friends that would willingly give us pictures of them. Yeah. That we would put on Craigslist, saying we are in town for Voodoo Fest and looking for some fun. Nice. Uh, well, what we would do is we would spend about an hour and a half to two hours talking to men on Craigslist. Yeah. Saying, hey, you know, like we should really like meet up. And looking back, this is very, like, very rude. Yeah. We would have them go to Whataburger, and we would say, hey, like, you know, just so I can, you know, see what you look like. I don't want to get, like, catfish or anything. Buy a milkshake, put it on the last table in the corner, and go sit back in your car. And once you see me come in and sit down and eat it, you can come in. Yeah. Well, we would get about five or six dudes to do this. (laughs) And it would be, like, milkshakes or, like, a meal. And then me and my friends would walk into the Whataburger, yeah. collect all of our stuff, sit down and eat. No wonder you like the show Catfish so much. Because I did it. Because you did it. For free Whataburger. And it worked. Every time. <laughs> Until one time, someone got angry. And some dude comes storming back in. He's like, hey, what the hell? No, that's for a girl. And we were like, no, like, dude. Come on. Like, we got you. Come on. We're that girl. And he was like, he was like, oh, that's bullshit. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you guys. And my friend Sean, this is when we got banned from the water. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Sean, who was about six, seven, stands up and pulls a gun out of the back of his pants. Well. And says, hey, do you want to go outside? He's like, you can join those other eight men that are lined up in their cars just looking at us. Yeah. He's like, and you can just go sit back down and be sad. Or we can do this. Jeez. And then the cops got called on us and we were banned from that Whataburger. So we didn't do it anymore. What a what a like game to be playing though. So much fun, dude. <laughs> so like I feel bad now. Yeah. Because if it happened to me, I'd be furious. Absolutely. But when I was 19 and we were they were all straight edge and like six years older than me. That was the most fun I was getting into <laughs> was catfishing men on the internet for a free $4 burger. But we all ate it. We all ate good. Yeah. Yeah. We would do that. Then we'd go break into the skate park. Hell yeah. I was living the life. I was living the life of every like just edge of punk white man. Yeah. And of all time. <laughs> Just ruining people's days and skating. Hell yeah. That friend group also got a gun pulled on me. Yeah. yeah. We were we would uh, go to downtown Mobile and skate in parking garages. Yeah. Well, there was one parking garage that decided that it wanted to have an, a manned guard one night. We didn't know that as we like climbed up like the back staircase and skated down this entire parking garage. Well... I don't blame the guard because if I heard the noises that happen when you're skating down in a parking garage at three in the morning, I'd probably be pretty scared too. Where we'd round the corner to go through the exit and there's just a guard with his gun just aimed, just waiting on something to come around that corner. And I came around that corner. I was like, this is it. Yeah. I'm going to get shot to death in a parking garage (laughs) with my straight edge friends. (laughs) (laughs) So we were banned from that parking garage. <laughs> we had some fun, dude. Jeez. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, Sean is also his uh, his parents ran an antique store, 
and we would go they would go do like the storage war stuff yeah yeah did that once sucked never went back so hot yeah it was like 104 that day nope but they found a biplane <laughs> they were they went to some dude's like estate sale yeah and they were just like going around on his property and there was just a biplane out in the woods Fuck. and so there's a biplane on top of their antique store now I mean that's it's that's, so baller yeah. it was dude that's my, my time in Alabama was just wild from start to finish yeah bleached my hair I recall <laughs> very much bleached my hair trying to think of some other weird shit we did saw the front bottoms went to Mississippi you know it's interesting because we were skateboarding at the same time because we were skateboarding around Gwinnett uh, at that time (laughs) wild time wild time and I at the time I was like I'm too old to be getting into skateboarding (laughs) Yeah, no, of, of everyone in our apartment complex like that, that we knew started skateboarding at the same time there. And it was just like, all right, cool, I get to do little minor instructionals in the small amount that I know over them. Hey, more power to you. Jake did a kickflip once. Never landed a kickflip. What's great about that is uh, the time that that was happening, two of those friends that I was with worked in a video game cell phone repair store. Yeah that they had a game room in nice so we like i would get off work at my cell phone repair job yeah would drive to their game store sit in their back office and just play like pokemon yellow for three hours nice and then we'd go leave and go skate it was really a good time it's the dream right there it is the dream right there i regret moving back (laughs) i've had so much fun back here but if i could go back to being 19 and just skateboard just video game video game background now I just do the same thing without the skateboarding I think I just miss skateboarding Yeah, maybe you should just start skateboarding again no not the way this body is (laughs) alright back to the podcast yeah so this is uh, this is UFOs in the intelligence community blind spot to surprise on deceptive date lot to digest there's a lot going on in that title a little verbose i would shorten it personally but all right well a good thing is they did brackets yeah in the title the only thing they took out was ufos so it just says in the intelligence community blind spot to surprise or deceptive date you did it backwards guys should just shorten it to ufos um now the reason i selected this uh, document is uh, it was a scientific study. Doctor uh, Valley, a famed communication science expert, uh, held a study in which let's see where did it say that? Wait, I might be, I might be getting this mixed up with another one. Okay, I am. So, uh, Doctor Valley, famed communication communications science expert had studied thousands of cases where human beings have observed unusual phenomenon. He has found that the human response to such observation is predictable and graphically depictable. Whether the person's psychological structure is being assaulted by the unusual and shocking brutality of a murder or the strangeness of a UFO sighting, the effect is the same. Huh. 
initially as by a kind of psychological uh, word that is too broken up to read, the mind records fairly objectively what the eye is reporting. But when it has realized the strange nature of the phenomena, it goes into shock. The mind likes to live in a comfortable world where it feels it knows what to expect and that is not too threatening either physically or psychologically. The unusual dispels the comfortable illusion the mind has created. The shock tears at the very... Roofing? Hmm. Don't know. Word, word is very broken up. <laughs> of the human psychological structure. Yeah. So this is a this is a very famous like doctor saying, hey... Um, if you see something and you don't understand what it is immediately, your brain panics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even if you understand what it is, yeah. if if it's strange, your brain is just like, mm-mm. That's the whole thing with, like, the cosmic horror of, like, Cthulhu and all that. It's like, yeah, your brain just shuts down. Yeah, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, brain just says, oh, peace. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking meme of the kid piecing out and then slowly Just disappearing, out. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was super interesting to just be like... To hear that there was a, a, a medical expert who yeah. just went, hey, like, it happens, and when it happens, here's what happens yeah. to you. Um, There's why your brain freaks out the way that it does kind of thing. Because when I started reading it, I thought what they were going to say was, when you see something that's, like, just vaguely strange, your brain imagines something wild. Yeah. But instead it was, hey, when your brain sees something wild, your brain goes, hey, something's not right. Something's not right. I got to get out of here. I got to go. Um, it's been real. I'm, 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 I'll see you later. <laughs> um, the cops pulled up at the party. I got to get out of here. <laughs> got to run through the woods. Um... Next, uh, next document I have is a, a telegram from the United States Embassy in Tokyo. Okay. Uh, it doesn't include the original telegram, but this this uh, airgram references a uh, team inside the American Embassy in Tokyo on the May tenth. 1985 or 55. Okay. It's a telegram, so probably probably 50s. Um, Uh, They would have just called in the 80s, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Uh, Reported seeing a floating disc or saucer outside of their office windows. Oh. I saw Tokyo and I was like, Godzilla. Kojira. (laughs) Okay. Uh, but no, just a team in the embassy just, like, all reported to, like, their uh, supervisors in Tokyo and then the United States were just like, hey, uh, aliens. Yeah. Got, hey, guys, we made it to Tokyo. There's aliens. We, we're sending this telegram the fastest way that you can communicate with us. <laughs> Gojira has destroyed all of our communication oh, servers. Oh, no. Man, I didn't realize how close we are to that release, by the way. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. Alright, next document. Now you see it, now you don't. Captain Henry S. Shields. Agents of Shields. Mm, Interesting. Coulson's gonna pop up and tell us that we shouldn't be looking into this. Is that the guy that you guys said I was? Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So this uh, this article starts off with a warning. Sometime in his career, each pilot can expect to encounter strange, unusual happenings which will never be adequately or entirely explained by logic or subsequent investigation. The following article recounts just such an episode as reported by two F-4 Phantom crews of the Imperial Iranian Air Force during late 1976. No additional information or explanation of the strange events has uh, been forthcoming. The story will be filed away and probably forgotten, but it makes interesting and possibly disturbing reading. Hmm. Uh, anytime that there's a warning. Yeah. That's a, that's a solid indicator for some fun stuff. Um, it was an F4 Phantom, you said? F4 Phantom, yes. Can I get an idea what they're flying? Probably jets. Okay, it's, it's one of those kind of jets. Looks like that. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Looks like a jet from the 70s. Yeah. All right, so um, I'm going to read not the entire three pages. The wings do the thing at the end where they fold up. Oh, cool. Yeah. I do like that. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read like the first paragraph and a half and then down to like the last paragraph. Um, so until zero, until zero zero thirty on a clear autumn morning, it had been an entirely routine night watch for the Imperial Iranian Air Force's command position in the Tehran area. In quick succession, four calls arrived from one of the city's suburbs reporting a series of strange airborne objects. These UFOs were described as bird-like or as brightly lit helicopters, although none were airborne at the time. Unable to convince the callers that they were only seeing stars, a senior officer went outside to see for himself. Observing an object to the north like a star, only larger and brighter, he immediately scrambled a uh, IAAF F-4 to investigate. Approaching the city, the, the F-4 pilot reported that the brilliant object was easily visible 70 miles away. When approximately 25 nm distant, the interceptor lost all instrumentation and UHF intercom communications. Upon breaking off the intercept and turning towards his home base, all systems returned to normal as if the strange object no longer regarded the aircraft as a threat. Hmm. Second F-4 was scrambled 10 minutes after the first. The backseat reported radar lock on the UFO at 27 nm 12 o'clock high position and a rate of closure at 150 knots. Upon reaching the 25 nm point, the object began rapidly moving away to maintain a constant separation distance, <coughs> while still visible on the radar scope. With the size of the radar return uh, was comparable to that of a KC-135. Don't know what that is. Probably a helicopter. Its intense brilliance made estimation of actual size impossible. Visually, it resembled flashing strobe light arranged in a rectangular pattern and alternating blue, green, red, and orange. Gamer aliens. Uh, the Boeing KC-135 is a military aerial refueling aircraft. It's the planes that they hook up other planes to to yeah. refuel mid-flight. That's a big plane. That's a big plane. The uh, 131-foot um, wingspan. 136 feet long. That's big. That's a big. <laughs> um, the sequence of lights was so fast that all colors could be seen at once. Uh, huh. Yeah. 
as the F-4 continued pursuit south of Tehran, a second brightly lit object, about one-half to one-third the size of the moon, detached from the original UFO and headed straight for the F-4 at a high rate of speed. It fired a missile at it, is what it that sounds like. fired a missile at the pilot. The pilot promptly initiated a turn and negative G-dive to escape, but the object fell in behind the F-4 at distance. Continuing the turn, the pilot observed the second object turn inside of him and then away, subsequently returning to the primary UFO for a perfect rendezvous. Okay. That's more interesting. Uh-huh. So now we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Okay. Because it kind of just talks about them chasing this thing down for a while. While on the long final approach, the F-4 crew noted a further UFO. This was described as a cylinder-shaped object about the size of a T-33 trainer. Look that one up as well. With bright, steady lights on each end and a flasher in the middle. It quickly approached and passed directly over the F-4. In answer to the pilot's query, the control tower reported no other air traffic in the area, although they subsequently obtained a visual sighting of the object when specifically directed where to look. Lockheed T-33 is 38 feet long. Okay. Not not as It's one of those, like, stunt plane. Sweet. Like, fast ones from, from like, the 40s. Cool, 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 cool. The following day, the F-4 crew was flown by helicopter to the location where they believed the object had landed. This turned out to be a dry lake bed, but nothing unusual was noticed. As the helicopter circled off to the west, however, a very noticeable beeper signal was received and eventually traced to a nearby house. They immediately landed and asked the inhabitants if anything strange or unusual had occurred the previous night. Yes, they replied. There had been a loud noise and a very bright light like lightning. The helicopter returned to base and arrangements were made to conduct various tests such as radiation checks in the vicinity of the house. Unfortunately, the results of such tests have not been reported. Hmm. Well then. Well then. Well then. (laughs) Oh, man. Those are big objects there. Those are very big objects doing stuff that does not quite make sense. Yeah. Oh, the craziest part to me is the second object that launches off of the first UFO as if a missile. Yeah. And then misses and then just Comes on back. back on home. So this is you haven't watched this because I know you I don't watch it. movies. It's a show, but yes. Oh. Falcon and the Winter Soldier just premiered. Bleh. It's good. Bleh. Still haven't watched WandaVision. You should watch WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, it's I better. Know. Uh so far. Uh but he has on his backpack on his like back with the wings for Falcon, mm-hmm. he has a little drone called Red Wing. That does just that. It breaks off and it shoots and follows things around, and then it comes back and reattaches itself to the back of the backpack. And that's immediately what I thought of when you said it reattached. I was like, "Oh, it's a little drone that they sent out there to see what was up." 
Yeah. It's, dude, it's... Yeah. It's intense. Yeah. That would, I would have been in full panic, uh, scramble the entire Air Force. Air Force. Well, like, the just... The notion of, hey, I can see that thing very far away. Hey, uh, I'm getting pretty close. Oh, I can't hear anything. Oh, yeah. God, oh, God, oh, God. Let me turn around real quick. Oh, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. Just like, it's got some kind of AOE on it. Uh, but that's it for the Iranian okay. Air Force thing. Now we're going to move into my uh, last document, which yeah. is, uh, this is the thing that I thought I was talking about earlier with the doctor. This is a, an experimental evaluation of a belief in PSI. Uh, from Dr. Kenneth Reed. Department of Psychology, University of Edinburgh. Uh, this was a study of 172, 117 students, 83 females, 34 males, that were approached during practical classes and asked to participate in the study when they were told that the purpose of the study was to collect data to establish population norms for attitudes about unusual phenomena. So it is a study of college students on weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wanted to, to go through this one because uh, part of the study was you had to rate a list of phenomena from one to seven, one as not real, and seven being unequivocally real. Yeah. We've got... So we're just going to run through the list. We'll give our answers. Yeah. And we'll go through the rest of this study. So number one, ESP. It's like static, yeah. weird stuff. I'm going to give it like a four. Yeah. It confuses me. Psychic healing. No. No? No. I was going to give it like a two or a three. Like, mm, probably not. Telepathy. More so. Telepathy, I'm willing to give about a five or a six. Yeah. Because, like... I, there, I mean, there's a lot of people who can communicate really without talking. Yeah. But part of that just comes with interacting with one another for a very long time. Uh, it, comes with, it comes with being a weird tw identical twins. <laughs> Clairvoyance. Like, seeing the future kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could, I yeah. could, I could, I could buy in on that. You gonna, you think that one's real? Yeah, I'm down with it. I'm, I'm, I don't know how much of this I think is real, and how much I really hope is real. Yeah, that's a that's a difference. Poltergeists. Poltergeists real. Yeah, seven. absolutely seven for sure. I read ahead a little bit. Oh no, like I've already seen this part, but I got very excited because the uh, the end of this list is a. Uh, Starts starts to get a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, so after telepathy or after poltergeist is um, spontaneous combustion. I mean, I in a person, I don't think so. I say probably middle of the road. Like yeah. I, I can't say I don't think it's real at all, or I think that it's for sure real. Like maybe. Yeah. Alchemy. No. Flat Earth. No. Bigfoot. Yes. 
Atlantis. Yes. UFOs. Yes. Loch Ness Monster. No. Abominable Snowman. Yes, it's just a big one. Yeah. So that's the list. That's the list that these kids were given in... When was this? It doesn't say when this is. Because I was going to do the Loch Ness Monster, and then like I was like, oh yeah, that's not real. And they said it wasn't real. So th- this was in uh, 1956. Yeah. So this is a very long time ago. I want modern kids to get this test. No, because they're just going to answer it like we did. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. It's all real. Um, let's see. Let's skip through. Boop, 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 boop. What I did a little research into to, to fill some time here uh, was the Crystal Skulls. Because I was oh. going to do an episode about that. And I found some very disheartening information. Oh, no. Uh, everyone that they've been allowed to test has been uh, manufactured in the in the 19th century. Ah, oh, dude. In Germany, it's it's usually uh, South American quartz that has been taken to a specific town in Germany that's known for making things out of quartz. Man, and they made every everyone that's been tested has been made there. That sucks. Yeah. Um. So, the really main thing that I wanted to uh, really get into is that sixty-five subjects of this test mm-hmm. gave at least three objects a seven. Yeah. That they said that is for sure real. Ten gave a seven out. So we had. We're up to 75 that gave at least one thing a 7. Yeah. 17 uh, rated some as believing them to be real, but wouldn't give them a 7. Yeah. And then the rest just didn't think any of them were real at all. Uh, And nearly all of the males rated one thing as being unequivocally real. Yeah. Whereas very few of the females did. Hey, babe, I want to believe. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're so sad. We don't know how to talk about our emotions. We'll talk about the abominable snowman. That's all right. Day. That's right. That's what we do. Um, and I'm going to get to the conclusion of the thing because it goes into a lot of like the the numbers of how many were ranked by what, which ones they thought you know were real. Yeah. Um. But the, the, the big conclusion was from the first part of the study, we can see that a belief in PSI, a natural phenomena, is not the result of specific personality pattern or the consequence of some illogical cognitive process. The idea was therefore put forward that the previous studies were actually measuring factors relevant to strength rather than the content of belief. So there were studies that were done before that were like, ah, if you think these things are real, you're crazy. Something's yeah. gone wrong with your brain. And then these dudes were like, wait a, wait just a second. Hold, hold on a minute. Maybe people just believe in these things. People want to believe in things. Uh, Yeah, I think it's because uh, you it gives you something to be scared of. Yeah. There's something else out there. You don't want to be alone in the universe. Yeah. And then I got into that same... I stumbled on a couple of the documents that you had done in the first episode. Yeah. That I was just like... I was like, oh, man. 
because I got I got scared again. I yeah. got scared and sad yeah, again yeah, about yeah. the the four hundred year communication communication thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is heartbreaking. I was like, wait, we already did this. I already yeah. had my heart broken about <laughs> yeah. this. Um, so yeah, so that's all I've got document wise, and then the current event that actually was not as current as I thought. Yeah, that I did Your last, last week. episode. Yeah. Um, the U.S. government continues to be scary. Yep, for sure. Um, U.S. government continues to kind of beat around the bush on some things. Yeah. On be like, because I don't believe that they don't know what some of this stuff is. No, absolutely. But the the Iranian Air Force one was really my big like had me like like buckled down yesterday. This is like, the U.S. government lying to us in that one. That, that we get we get other we get other countries involved and we get some interesting stuff. Yeah, and like just the 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 warning of it was like yeah. haunting. Hey, of up. like this is about to be weird. This is about to be weird, and also if you're ever a pilot, get ready. Yeah, because you're going to see something. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, obviously, no real cryptic fight club. Can't make the can't make the government fight anything to win. Yeah, or those for cover up the other things' existence. Yeah, anything uh, that I can't take down. Cryptic criminal court. Uh, U.S. government stays at whatever I gave it. Yeah, it's a, Iranian uh, government won. They've never done anything wrong. They've only been good to us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Uh, since I like when I opened that document, it's it was my Iranian airports. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. Can't wait for this cryptic criminal court joke. Oh, mm. <laughs> so yeah, man, aliens are fucking. They're out there. They're out there right now. They are. Don't let science tell you it's a bear. <laughs> Don't let science tell you because they bear. seem to like saying things are bears and they're not. <laughs> um, Anything that's big and hairy, it it doesn't mean it's a bear. Yeah. That's not how this works. Good try, science. <laughs> or maybe they're just rude. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're just rude and they're just like, let's call this thing a bear. When it's not, it's a twink. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Gonna do some, some warnings so we can get out of oh, here. Oh, man, yeah. After that, especially. Don't trust the government. <laughs> just don't. Don't file your taxes. Commit tax fraud. Just like Yoshi. Um, the, the dinosaur or the guy who played for the Valorant team? No, the dinosaur. Oh, okay. Do you not? Oh, we chat. We didn't do this last time. We're dumb. We oh, shit. Twitter and stuff. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, fuck. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, the official Twitter account is at Mothman Podcast. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Baby Mothman. Levi's turning on his mic. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Levi Carver, L-E-V-I-S-C-A-R-V-E-R. You can also follow him on TikTok on that same username. Um, shout out to Coralie at Lychan underscore on Twitter. She did our wonderful artwork. I'm going to tweet at her and apologize for not mentioning it in the last episode. She's going to beat me up, and that's fine. All right, I can cut this. You can cut it in? Cut it in. Beautiful. Yeah. Cut out me saying she was going to beat me up. Thank you. I don't think I don't think she listens, but maybe she does. Who knows? Um, let's see. You can email us at thatmothmanpodcast at gmail.com. 
Clean and clear. No math today. Actually, wait, there was math today. There was. Oh, Jay's going to have a field day with this. <laughs> um, leave us a review if, if you're listening on a, uh, a podcast player that allows for that. Uh, let me check iTunes real quick, see if we've got any new ones. Last, last I saw, we did. I'm going to say last night, last I saw, we had two, which I think is us. That's not me. Oh. Oh, I don't know who that other one is. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't leave anything. I don't have an iTunes. I, I had an account, but it's gone to time. Gone to time. That, that's what happens when you set up a, an account in seventh grade. Just like Fortnite. Uh oh. Almost just started playing an episode into the microphone. Because <laughs> I don't know how to work the Apple podcast. Go to show. Let's see. Probably should look at this before. If you have questions that you want us to talk about or to ask us, you can send it to our email address. Yeah. Two ratings still. Yeah. Beans. Um, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Uh, d- does your friend like aliens? Does your friend hate aliens? Maybe there's an audience out there for people who are trying to study so they can kill them. Yeah. I want it clear that that is angry. that is not our market. We love we love these cryptids. Uh, still want Bigfoot to carry me around in a baby Bjork. Baby Bjorn. Bjorn. Not a Bjork. Bjork. <laughs> a baby Bjork to sing Icelandic folk songs at us. Damn it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so you can you can tweet at us any ideas, anything you want covered, uh, any questions you have, um, math questions. If you want to stress me out, ask me math questions, I guess, because it works. Um, let's see, is there anything else to shout out? Uh, I don't think so. If you're in esports, follow Last Round Save. Yeah, solid they, they got big they got big news coming down the pipeline. I heard. We keep building on this. this is so good. This is going to come out after that. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Um, wait, no. Uh, It'll come out the 28th. It'll be right before. Yeah, yeah it be right before. Um, but yeah, uh, don't trust your government. Don't fight aliens if you see them. Don't stay up too late. I feel like that was a good one from last week. Yeah. Don't go into the woods. Lock your doors. Lock your windows. Don't get a dog. Do get a cat. Um, don't keep insects as pets. It weirds me out. Don't look a praying mantis in, a, in its eyes. They don't like that. And don't go to Vancouver. Do go to... August 17th, 2024. 8.52 oh, no. no. a.m. <laughs> That's the big call it's a big call that I'm gonna forget about in two minutes. Yeah. Until the Canadian government's on my doorstep. Do go to boardnerds.store and buy my neighbor Mothman t-shirt. Yes. Also, go to Quebec. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you, this, <laughs> <mixed signals. laughs> this is gonna be the new bit. <laughs>